Hey, hey, welcome to the Project Fit Podcast, um, episode number 31. Um, so crazy, crazy, been really, really busy with lots of different people coming on board and listening in and joining with some great interviews. So last week I had a fertility expert, I've got a Paralympian, it's been awesome. So one of the ones that I, one of the questions I often get asked is, Greg, how do I um, build muscle and how do I get strong in the gym and actually do get strong in the gym? So especially for women, I think this is a very um, confusing place. I think there's lots of information on the internet and I'm going to dial it down to show you the things you need to do to actually really um, get the results that you want and the changes you want in your body. Okay. Now, if you're watching this back or if you're listening, I'd love a review on, um, on iTunes podcast. Just give me a five star review if you love it. Any reviews would be awesome. Um, if you're on YouTube, give me a comment, you know, Anyway, you see this interview, just give it a comment and some love. Um, that'd be awesome. I'd love to get your feedback because if I don't get that, I don't know whether it's, going, whether it's good or not, right? And everyone needs some feedback now and again. So without further ado, I'm going to break this down. There'll probably be like two episodes on this because I think it's such a big topic that I could talk about it for ages. But I'm going to try and keep this to 10, 12 minutes so it's digestible, you can take action from it straight away. I want this to be actionable so you can actually just go into the gym tomorrow and use the stuff I'm gonna tell you to do, yeah? So, first things first. Um, I think this, the, the when it comes to building muscle, let's, it's, a, it's definitely a mental thing. Like, I think people think it's very easy and it's not. Building muscle is actually fairly tough and it takes a little, a little bit of consistency to really, you know, get strong um, and start lifting some weight, okay? So there's a couple of bits that I'm gonna break it down into um, on this episode, and I'll, then I'll do a second episode to, to finish it off. Um, and I had a question um, as well on this one, so I'll, I'll, I'll answer it in this one, but I think it, it's probably more appropriate for the next one, but we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So first up, first up, first up, in order to gain muscle, you need to, in essence, force the body to adapt and change, okay? So when you're a newbie starting exercise, pretty much most exercise will be a bit of a stress on the body and the body will react by um, increasing uh, blood capillaries um, and being able to, um, your heart will get stronger and muscles also get stronger. Now, in order to continue that, you need something called progressive overload. And what that means is very simply this, that the weights you were lifting on day one, you shouldn't be doing the same weights probably in day 90, yeah? So if you're still lifting, you know, a 5kg, you know, kettlebell, dumbbell, whatever you use for your resistance training, that's probably not going to cut it. So you need that progression over time, okay? Now, most people need to get a bit focused when it comes to building muscle and you want a program that's going to be kind of a four to six week phase approach to lifting weights. And that four to six weeks will then account for things like, look, boredom, let's get, let's be real. Most people get bored and most people um, really struggle with being consistent on one program. So um, I think if we really dial it down, you need to then think about 
the exercises that you're going to need to get the results you want. Okay. Now, most people think that us coaches, PTs, whatever, use all these funky exercises that you see on Instagram to get results. And in all essence, I would say that's a lot of rubbish. Um, that's just for show. Instagram in general is for show. If you look at 99% of the content on Instagram, it's for show because it's entertainment. People like entertainment and people want to see fancy stuff, right? So let's just work through what the kind of key movements are because if people work movements, then they'll hit the right muscles. I think often we, for most people, I'm not talking bodybuilders here, but I'm thinking for most general population, people, the ladies that I work with, I'm talking about the movements rather than muscles, okay? So first up, we're always going to have some form of uh, what we call vertical push. Yes, yeah, so that's anything that's an overhead motion. So overhead press, a dumbbell, uh, shoulder presses is a perfect example. Number two, you can have some horizontal pressing. Yes, yeah? so where you're lying down, whether that be on your front or your back. Um, if you're on your front, that's going to be something like a, a press up. Um, if you're on your back, that's going to be something like a bench press. Um, you're then going to also have uh, what we call a horizontal pull. So again, where you're in that lying position, uh, or your body is kind of um, perpendicular to the floor. So you might have a bent over row. You may have um, a chest supported row. Yeah. And you'll see you have a, uh, a vertical pull. So you're going to have a lat pull down. As a, as a perfect example for that. Then you're going to have a lunge or single leg exercise, um, interchangeable, I think. So lunges are perfect, you know, so you've got reverse lunges, lateral lunges, etc. forward lunges. You've also got things like Bulgarian split squats. Because especially for ladies with what we call the Q angle, and that's the angle in relation to your hip and knee, you often get knee problems. Um, so that's why we have single leg exercises help stabilize those muscles around the knee. Um, then you're going to have a squat. Everyone knows how to squat. Yeah, so everyone's going to need to have a squat. So that might be back squat, front squat, zercher squat. There's a million different variations on squat, rack squat. There's all sorts of different variations on, um, on a theme there. So then you're going to have what we call a hip hinge. Yeah, so hip hinge is anything where your hips go backwards. So we're thinking deadlifts, kettlebell swings, um, remaining deadlifts, etc. Okay, so we just covered mo we just covered exercise kind of selection. So that's how to literally select your exercises. And for most people, you're gonna you're gonna be training at least three times a week. Is probably you know is really good. Four times a week is awesome. Five times a week is even better. Yeah, so. You have to scale your training to suit what you can do and what you can afford to do in terms of your time. So you've got two times a week, then you're gonna be looking at a full body approach to training. Three times a week, you're probably gonna be doing the same. If you're gonna be uh, four times a week, then you're thinking like a push, um, push pull on one session and legs on another session. So you just rotate that between the two sessions. Simple as that. So, I think when it comes to when it comes to training, the, the other thing then is also about reps and weight selection. So you want to be at a level where, and we have what we call the RPE scale. Yes, yeah? so as 
what well, is basically a, a perceived rate of exertion. So one being this is very easy, um, and ten being oh my god, I'm going to die <laughs> in, in about five seconds. So you want to be living in kind of the seven to nine rep rate uh, scale for um, your exertion. So you should be feeling that in most exercises you're over a seven to a nine and somewhere in there. Okay. Um, so therefore the weight needs to challenge you, but not challenge you. You don't want to be challenged to the point where your form, your technique goes to pot. We, we don't want that. Yeah. So your technique needs to be spot on throughout the whole uh, amount of reps you do. So then when you come to exercise, um, when you come to an exercise, let's say we can do a bench press. Um, we're going to do maybe three to four sets of between eight, and kind of 12 to 15 um, reps, so those are kind of rep ranges that work really well for hypertrophy, i.e. muscle growth, okay? Now, what you want to do is you're going to get to that kind of, so let's say we're doing a 10 reps of the bench press, kind of reps 8, 9, 10 is when you should start to be feeling that you're working that a little bit harder and are a bit tough. But you want to be able to leave a couple, in, you know, one in the tank or so to help you... Um, be ready for the next set because what you don't want to do is go to failure every, every every training session and you're just going to break okay so that's um that's that so just to recap we covered quite a lot already so first of all you need overload so you need to be lifting more than you know over time most people work well for four to six week training program um and then from there, you need to just think about your, your exercise selection, which is the key to exercise, you know, overhead press. Um, I covered a few different various, you know, different movements you need to cover. Um, then the next one then is about how hard you should be working. And that will automatically um, define your reps and, you know, what you're going to be um, lifting. Yeah. So... In a nutshell, those are the kind of basics of when it comes to training. Um, and I had a question from Donna. Um, so Donna Grant is a lady I've worked with before. Um, she's one of my original Project Fit Tigers and um, also um, did my recent uh, Lean Life 8 program, which was awesome. Um, and the question she asked was, she's now gone up her weight, but felt like the weight was a bit too heavy. Um, how do you work with that and how do you overcome that? So very simply this, when you want to increase your weight, so I mentioned the overload principle before, um, let's say you're lifting, I don't know, let's say, we, let's use a 10 kg for the bench press again. So doing 10 kg, feel like, right, that 10th rep is getting a bit harder. Okay, cool. Let's go up to 12. Yeah, 12 kg. What I would do is take your reps down. Yeah, so instead of doing 10 to 12 reps, you might want to take it down to seven to eight reps, good form. Maybe then up your sets is another way to do it. So you could say, right, okay, I'm going to do um, five reps. I'm going to do five to six reps and I'm going to do four sets rather than three. Yeah. So that way you still start pushing at heavier weight. You're still getting that weight of volume in um, and it makes it much easier to then start progressing. And then eventually over a couple of sessions, you'll notice that that weight that you start lifting the lower reps on gets, um, gets easier and then you'll be 
be able to progress and move your reps up. So there we go. But that's why you have a program that allows for those changes and that increase to take over. Yeah. So there you go. That's episode kind of one, part one of the how to build uh, muscle for ladies. Um, so cover quite a lot in that couple of minutes. I don't want to, you know, go too deep just yet. I'm going to um, keep it light and then I'm going to um, hit you with the, the next one and we'll go into some more depth about muscle, how to train, etc., etc. So I hope that's been awesome for you. Um, leave a comment, give me a review. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So yeah, there we go. That's episode 31 of the Project Fit Podcast. Talk soon. Bye.